Welcome to Body Sculpt of New York, Six Weeks to Fitness podcast, where we hope to inform, motivate, encourage, and inspire you towards living a healthier lifestyle. And now, here's your host, the president of Body Sculpt of New York, Vince Ferguson. Hi, I'm Vince Ferguson. Welcome to Six Weeks of Fitness, episode 181. Thank you so much for joining us today. Nate Palmer is a fitness and nutrition expert, coach, speaker, and writer who believes that being in incredible shape gives a massive advantage in business, focus, and relationships. He's also a dad, a husband, and the number one best-selling author of the Million Dollar Body Method and Passport Fitness. Nate helps business owners and entrepreneurs improve their physique, finances, who can't, uh, who don't want to hear about that, and family time using fitness and nutrition as force multipliers. And here today on Six Weeks of Fitness to, to discuss how to begin building a million dollar body during the holidays is Nate Palmer. Nate, how are you, man? Man, I'm doing great. I was going to ask you though, do you know, like, do you know what the average amount of podcasts that a, that a person will do when they first start a new podcast? No. How many? 18. 18 is the average before someone stops. You kidding. So you have hit 10 X, the average number of episodes on your podcast. That is so sick. Congratulations, Vince. It's incredible. Hey, accomplishment. Hey, you're already starting off on a positive note. I love it, bro. <laughs> I feel inspired just hearing that today. <laughs> you should be. I mean, that's imp that's impressive work, man. That's dedication. That's consistency. That's all the stuff we talk about as trainers, right? Exactly, man. You got to be consistent, whatever you want to, to do in life, man. And you apply it to your health as well as to your business, which is so cool. But we, before we talk about building that million dollar body, Nate, tell my, my listeners and viewers, because this is audio and video, tell them where did Nate Palmer grow up and what was his childhood like? So um, I, I feel like, you know, I, I grew up in Phoenix and from Arizona, been here, been here a minute, but I'm just living back, living back here now. But I really feel like um, a lot of where my passion for training and fitness comes from, I think a lot of guys are like, oh, I'm, I was into martial arts. I was, uh, I played sports, you know, like that was kind of fueled me. I, you know, I played in college and I became a trainer afterwards. That was not my story. I, um, I really started getting into fitness after an event that happened to me when I was younger, I was 11 or 12 and I was at home by myself. My mom had taken my two sisters and, and taken them to school. So I was by myself in the house. Someone knocks on the door. I don't recognize him. Don't let him in. He comes around the back. He breaks a window, comes into my house. I'm like, I'm yeah, 12 years old. Yeah. I'm just so scared, man. Like, and I'm not saying like, oh, I'm scared of like this guy. Cause for sure scared of someone in my house. But I was also like scared to call the police. I didn't want to get in trouble, you know? Like I just had this kind of like fear mentality. Wow. Didn't know what to do, freaking out and stuff. So I grab a steak knife. I grab, go hide under my bed with the steak knife, ready to like stab somebody in the face if they come into my room. Lock the little like rinky dink door lock on my door. And I hear this man coming down the hallway and just like boom, boom, boom on the hardwood floors of my house and then pounds on my bedroom door. I'm wow. like, oh shit. And it's yes. over for me, like yes. in my pants, you know? Oh, yeah. And um, it was in that moment that I think that I had kind of like a, like a, just a, like, you know, like if I survived this and, you know, spoiler alert, I did, I'd made it. Yeah. Um, 
I was like, I don't ever want anyone to like take my power again like this. I don't want to ever feel this kind of powerlessness. Like someone else has removed my autonomy. Yes. And so in my 12 year old brain, I was like, you know what I need to do then get bigger and stronger. I want to have so much muscle armor on me that huh. no one can ever mess with me ever again. Yes. And so he ended up stealing some DVD players and like, you know, some jewelry and stuff and leaving. I called my 75 year old grandpa and he was like, why didn't you call the police? And I was like, that's a good idea. Good, good call. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so police come, it's a whole thing. But like at that point, and I mean, I didn't like jump into it and start like bulking up. You know, I spent the next seven years being a real dumb dumb about exercise. But I just, that was kind of like the thing. I know I was always just like wanted to get bigger and stronger. I was always obsessed with that. I always wanted to like, you know, looking at the back of like protein, big yeah. protein canisters being like, man, how do I get like super muscles like this Rocky <laughs> McPower biceps on the back here? Yeah. And so that's kind of where I started. I, I went to University of Arizona when I was going to college and I was getting a business degree and I just didn't, wasn't into it. I didn't like it. I was like, I'll oh. just go put up with my classes and then I'd get home and I would read Ask Men, T Nation, Men's Health, Breaking Muscle, all these websites that I thought were really great information about health, fitness, nutrition, mindset, all this stuff. And I loved it. I read all the archives of all these, all these websites, hundreds and hundreds of, of articles. And I, when I got done with school, I, I graduated in just the bountiful job market of 2009. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Like no yeah. jobs, right? No jobs at all. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's like, Hey, you need 16 years of experience to get our entry level position. And I was like, uh, you know, so I was like, you know what I'll do is I'll just become a trainer until I figure out what it is I want to do with my life when I grow up. <laughs> and I loved it, you know? So naturally I worked for like a year as a trainer and then I quit. And I was like, gotta get a real job. Gotta grow up. Yeah, yeah. And thank God I didn't because that I was like, I, I knew the first day I got out of this office job, day one of training, I'm sitting down there and they, someone starts talking to me and I'm like, I'm gonna kill myself. This is horrible. <laughs> yes. And so I lasted about three months there. And one of my mentors um, at the time who I'm just, I've been really blessed to have some incredible mentors in my life who, who talk, who talk real to me. He was like, man, you need to get out of that job. You need to open a gym. I was like, really? okay, here we go. Yeah. So I did open a gym up in Scottsdale and it was awesome, man. I had some great clients another like a couple of great training mentors, people who were really into physiology, stretching, flexibility, learned a lot about the systems of the body. So then I was like, this business is killing it. I love it so much. I love working with golfers. So I sold the business and I quit. And my wife and I moved to Seattle without jobs, without friends, without anything else. Really? Yeah. Oh, what'd you do there? Well, uh, we ended up finding jobs. So I ended up working at a gym down uh, called Pro Sports Club, which is this insane gym is amazing. 150 trainers. Everyone is obsessed with learning monthly, like, like continuing education. They had like, this gym was in, had everything like basketball court. It has the basketball court from like the son the supersonics world champion or like national championship. It has seven, like seven different pools. It has a medical spa. It has a physical therapy location, it has an auto spa, florist, dry cleaner, you know, like this place was bonkers. And I just loved working there. Like learned some really amazing stuff being a part of the, being part of the team. So like, you know, love the job so much that my wife and I sold all of our stuff um, in Seattle and um, ended up moving to South America for a year. <laughs> really, really unbelievable. South America. Now, did you also go there and start working out and opened up a gym in South America? <laughs> <laughs> no, we, uh, we, we started using this website called workaway.info as a way of like finding places where we could post up for like six weeks, three months or whatever and, and work. So worked on an organic farm for a couple of months. 
Uh, and then my wife got a, like a crazy staph infection. That's a story for another day. But um, okay. I got I got like third degree burns from a gar- like a trash fire. Went to nine hospitals in Panama and seven different cities. Um, and then ended up on a floating barge in the middle of Lake Gatun, which is the lake that feeds Panama Canal, doing right. tours. So I was doing tours in the Canal Canal, taking mm. people to see monkeys. Really? And the whole time I'm running it, I'm like building out an online arm of my business. You know, I've got, a, I've got clients I've been working for now seven years as a trainer. So I've been reaching out to people and building up an online business and basically shipping off Excel workouts. Really? Like this huh. goblet squat, three sets, 12 reps. You know what I mean? Huh. And like, I'd have like this small segment of clients who love working out and they got results. And then all these other people who don't love working out are not getting any results. I was like, hmm, that's something weird. Probably need to film more videos. Right. So I filmed like 400, 500 videos and started like shipping out like, now, oh yeah, you have the links in there now. That'll help. That'll get you the results you're looking for. Didn't get <laughs> no. the results they were looking for. I was like, you know what? I just need an app then. Got an app, still didn't really work. Um, so Fast forward another year, my wife and I moved back to, to Arizona in 2016. Um, I start, I kind of start building out a business at that point called Bod in a Box. It's based off of like uh, this first book I wrote called Passport Fitness. So I brought a TRX with me everywhere I went in South America. So I was working out all kinds of crazy places, like 10,000 feet of elevation, working out in like the Peruvian Andes, doing like working out like in a like the middle of this like um like Parque Central in like in, in Colombia, like people are like looking at me. I thought this guy was going to stab me one time, came over, brought me a beer instead, drank a beer with him during my workout. Really? So I was like, Hey, here's, if you want to stay in shape while you're traveling, you got to use this stuff. So I gave I, so I would give out a pro I would put together a product. So it was, um, TRX suspension trainer. Um, it was uh, a couple bands and some sliders. And then I had workouts with video links. You already know. And I was like, you know what people need is they need this stuff. They need to buy the stuff. I was like, I'm Peloton. Peloton building, right? Right. And surprisingly enough, still not people not getting results. The people who needed this program, who love, who's like, I love TRX. They're like, I already do Orange Theory. I already go to spin class. I already have a gym membership. I got a, I got a habit. And the people who are like, I need, I need help. I need weight loss. I need like results. Giving them equipment, especially like a TRX, is like a little complicated. It's a high barrier of entry. So no one's like yeah. hands on. So they weren't doing it. In fact. Someone is like, I reach out to someone. I was like, Hey, how's the, how's the workouts going? And they're like, I can't figure out how to use my equipment. And I was like, no problem. Let me come over. I'll help you out. So I like, came over to this person's house. It's not what I do, but I was like, I gotta help. I gotta make sure that these people understand. So right. I go over and I was like, all right, bust it out. Let's put it on the door. Let's do these things. And they bring out the unopened package to me. <laughs> like you couldn't figure out how to use a zip tie. Like yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> so I kind of went back to the drawing board in 2018. Um, and I had a client who was uh, out here in, in Phoenix building a roofing business. And he's like, yo, I have four kids at home. I drive 12, 12, 14 hours a day. I got 40 pounds to lose, but I'm not going to work out. I don't have time for it, but my energy sucks. I drink two bang energies a day. I get home. I got to relax on the couch for 30 minutes before I can see my family. I just can't think. I'm just like, I'm just feeling horrible. What can you do for me? I was like, hmm, good question. Like, let me think about that. And he's like, oh. I also will be eating out five times per week. Deal with it. And I was like, okay, all right. Like, let's like bet, let's go. So I put together a plan that was all about like, all based on like nutrient timing and eating specific things. And like, and also worked into his schedule. Like, Hey, you're going to eat out. You're going to have this food at this restaurant. Here are your five options or whatever. And he like two months later, we're talking. He's like, dude, amazing. 
I get home and I have so much energy. I play with my kids. My wife's like, you're a new man. You're the, like, you're more like the man I married. I'm like, oh, dude, incredible. Jason, I'm so happy to hear that. He goes, oh yeah, by the way, I lost 22 pounds in the last two months. And I was like, exactly. we might've just done something. Like we might be onto something here. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. that's where the, the premise of the million dollar body method came from is the idea that entrepreneurs, business owners, busy dads need to be eating for, to maximize their energy throughout the day so they can do the shit that's important to them. Yeah. And then what happens is the weight loss, the fitness results, they come. When we prioritize the energy, everything else falls into place. For mm. most of us, we're trying to square peg in a round hole, right. eating six times a day, chicken and rice. And even if we do get results, which I think results are easy to come by, man. Like anyone can eat tilapia and broccoli and lose weight, right? Right. But at the end of the month, they lost a bunch of weight and they hate themselves and they hate me. And that's not good. And it's not sustainable. <laughs> no. So if we can give them something that helps connect to a deeper why, you want more better relationship su success. You want more like better quality time with your kids. You want to be focused in the present moment with your wife. You want to be financially secure and free. So you can be focused at work. Okay. Well, that's why you got to eat this in the morning. Not because of your abs. Cause that's fleeting, right? Like you, like most people wet, like, I don't, I don't know how many people you train for their wedding. I'm sure. Quite a bit. <laughs> They're the best clients ever, right? You're training for your wedding. They're dedicated every day, showing up early, getting their cardio in. And then day of the week, what happens? Boop. No more dedication. It's gone, right? They hit their goal. They're done. Exactly. So we got to bring people back, back full circle. What's your why? That's why you eat like this. What's your, like, what, like, who do you care about? That's why you train like this. Hmm. Hmm. Thanks for coming to my Ted talk. I've just been ranting. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, this is really good though. I mean, you, you breaks your shoulders where you are today. What brought you to this point and why you created the million dollar um, body method. Okay. And that's important because I wanted to find out from you, you know, what's in the book. Okay. Now you're talking about the nutrition guidance that you give people and you talk about how it's able to benefit those who are understand entrepreneurs, those who are looking to have better finances. But now we're coming into the holiday season and my organ, my program, we talk a lot about obesity, weight loss, you know, and during the pandemic, a lot of, a lot of people gained weight and now they're trying to get it off, but they also want to keep it off. But the problem is that coming into the holidays where we gain most of the weight. So what do you tell, what would you tell your clients to do? If you, if you have a client who wants to begin building that body as the holiday season, how do they prepare to do that? Well, I feel like this, th I would have multiple answers to this question, depending on at what point in my life and career you asked me this. Yeah. If you would ask me this five years ago, I'd be like, yo, Vince, you got to train, bro. You got to right. get it done. Get in there, get some heavy squats. Let's go beast mode. Right. If you had talked to me, if you talked to me maybe two years ago, I'd have been like, hey, we just need to focus on your nutrition. We need to make sure we have a couple good, like go, make sure we get some really good days, get some streaks in. Uh, make sure we like have a fast in here a certain way. Uh, here's a couple tactics you can do. Make sure you're having protein shakes, not overeating the, sh the sweets. Keep it out of your house. Give them tactics, right? Yeah. And I don't yeah. think either of those answers are wrong, but my answer right now today would be, you got to analyze your mindset. You got to analyze where you're coming from this, like where you're coming at this from, because like at the end of the day, there's, there's info on YouTube, right? There's in, there's bodybuilding information. There's like there, nothing new under the sun, right? If you want to put this together, all the information is available to you. There's 234 million results. If you look at health and fitness routine on Google, yes. Yes. so much information. 
So it's not information we're lacking. It's not tactics we're lacking. We got those, you know, you can use million dollar body. You can use keto. You can use whatever you want. There's a lot of things that work, but when it comes down to it, you got to understand and ask yourself every single meal. Why, why am I eating this? And what do I want from it? Because I think we're in a culture where it prioritizes the question, what do I want to eat? What sounds good to me? Vince, for the answer for me, I don't know about you, but it's Cinnabon. I want to eat a Cinnabon Cinnabon. right now and always. Really? Yeah. I mean, a big, like a big warm cinnamon roll, like a big glass of milk. Like, yes, (laughs) sign me up. That's what I want to eat. Right. 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 But if I think about that and I go, Hey, you know what? I have one for breakfast Cinnabon. Then I'm going to get on the six weeks to fitness podcast and be dog shit tired and just have no energy, you know, like, so my why today is like, I need to show up big time. Like Vince is having me on his podcast. Like I got clients to, I'm going to coach. I got someone I'm talking to. Like I got a sales call. Like I need to be showing up for these people in a really powerful way. And then when I get home at four o'clock to see my family, I need to be focused, present, and ready to rock with my kids, take them on a bike ride, something like that. So I'm going to eat in a specific way that gives me the outputs that I, that are important to me, the financial success, the relationship success, showing up big time for my communities, for my people. And I can't do that off a of Cinnabon, right? So at the end of the day, now it's not necessarily like what, like, Hey, what should you like, like three different tips to make sure that you don't eat um, cookies during Christmas. That's all, that's all su- like superficial. You need to analyze why is this important? Like people go, I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 20 pounds. I say, who cares? Why is that? Why, why, why? Like, I want to get healthy. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, I just want to like, you know, make sure I live a little longer. Well, why? Well, mm-hmm. I want to walk my daughter down the aisle and I don't want to like pass early. Like my dad did bingo. Okay. Now we got a why now we're working. Now we're cooking with gas. So that's like, rather than, rather than having another tactic or a tip or a protein shake recipe, which I got them. They're in the book. I wrote the book up. So I don't have to talk about it anymore. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we gotta we gotta think about where we're where why are we coming where are we coming from and where are we going? What is, do our inputs and our outputs match? Because if our outputs are if our outputs we want financial success, relationship freedom, just like a, like a, a great like happy life, and all we're doing is feeding inputs of of you know the news and toxic stuff and reading YouTube comments and then eating processed foods and refined sugars and stuff like that. Our inputs do not match our 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 like our, the outputs we say we want. Right. Except your goals. Exactly. Line it up. Exactly. So it's important that the first thing people do in preparing to build that million dollar body, you have to establish your why, why do you want it? Right. And once you establish the why, now you're going to take the necessary steps to start going about getting it. Correct. That's the next step, but you have to establish that why that has to be very important to you. Otherwise, totally. every year, every year is the same. Every year, holidays come, we eat more than we need to. New Year's come, we want to lose weight. Number, the number one, you know, resolution is to get in shape, lose weight, all right, next to finances. So how do we stop this from being the same old year in, year out? So you, gotta have, you have to establish your why first, right? Now, what if you... What, what about when it comes to exercise and nutrition, though? Now we know why we want to do it. What type of nutrition should we focus on? So now, like, now that we've kind of established all these things, now we can start asking the fun questions, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, what should our nutrition look like? And so if I, if I can kind of walk through how I see, a, like, an ideal day, 
Um, yeah. So basically what I want people to be doing, especially people who have some sort of insulin resistance. And if you have insulin resistance, there's, a, there's two ways to know it. Basically, well, three ways. You go to the doctor, you can get an expensive blood test. You, they'll tell you. Uh, number two, you can take a, a measuring tape, measure your belly button right. and measure like at your belly button and divide that by your height, waist height ratio. If that's above 0.47. You've got insulin resistance or some oh. degree of it. Right. Or if you can just grab, if you can grab your belly and you have like a two handfuls, you have insulin resistance. Yeah. That's just right. it. So if you're dealing with that, you're going to have a hard time ever really feeling like you break the cycle. Like you're always feeling hungry and tired, hungry and tired because your insulin and your sh blood sugar never are matching up. They're always kind of off and your body loves homeostasis. So you're always going to be feeling a little bit run down. Right. So in order to level that out, level the playing field there, and then make sure that you are feeling good. So that way it's like, now we can start sustaining rather than just kind of grinding it out, white knuckling motivation. You want to be able to have a high protein, high fat breakfast. And this could look like eggs and eggs and avocado. My favorite is a protein shake with some peanut or almond butter in it. And then my favorite, my favorite thing to do before I have like, uh, I do like a big activity day. So my, this is my skiing breakfast, chicken thighs, and a quarter cup of almonds. Feels really? so good afterwards. If you just like clean, burning energy all day long, throw a little tapatio hot sauce on there for breakfast. Hmm. Awesome. So you get the protein and you have the fat, right? Yeah. And Steady, time-released energy all day. No quick spikes. Right. Even people are like, oh, oatmeal. Like oatmeal is healthy, right? Can be, but it can also cause big spikes in your blood sugar and, and insulin. So if you've got insulin resistance, you're not going to necessarily get the same thing out of oatmeal as like someone like you, Vince, who's obviously like dealt with that feeling, like feeling really good and has a, like your body's really capable of using the carbohydrates you give it. Definitely. Oh yeah. So, so yes. we got to get to that point first. You're in phase, you're in what I consider phase three, right? Most people who come to me, come in phase one, looking for a, looking for a fix, looking for that fat loss before we get to that phase three, the muscle metabolism, the building mode. Right. Right. Now, but how important, like, could you mention breakfast? How important is breakfast when it comes to, let's say, jumpstarting your metabolism in the morning? So I used to be a breakfast hater. I used to be big into like the 16, eight intermittent fasting. But what I was finding with that is that a lot of these business owners, entrepreneurs, they would go and then their biggest meal of the day would be lunch because they're hungry. Right. And then it would shut them down. So like they have that big meal, right? We, we all are familiar with that Thanksgiving feeling, right? You loosen yeah. your belt, oh, yeah. you sit on the recliner, you watch the Detroit Lions lose in football. It's Dude. a tradition. <laughs> exactly. You know, we don't want to go play pickup basketball right then. You know, we want to no. chill. So yeah. if you're having a big lunch, you don't want to go like get deep into your task list, follow up with clients, make more financially successful decisions. You want to chill. So I find that having breakfast in the morning is a great way of keeping that lunch a little bit lighter, giving the ability to do more work in the afternoon. In terms of jumpstarting metabolism, I don't really think that's that's necessarily a thing. I I don't think that like, I think that the uh, the idea that like, eating more small meals, start kickstarts your metabolism has been disproven a bunch of times. So I'm not like, I don't think that's necessarily the thing, but if you can give yourself some, like just some smooth energy all day. And I love the proteins and fats because what seems to help people start getting into a fat adaptation, like a fat burning ability. So without having to go into ketosis or like, you know, chest, like check your urine on strips or whatever else, right. you can still teach your body to be better equipped to burn fat, especially during the, the middle, like the beginning of the middle of the day, when most of us are sitting at desks, doing work, thinking deeply, maybe going on walks, but we're not like out building houses or digging holes. We don't need a lot of carbohydrates. Right, for that, exactly, exactly. But what about when you, as soon as you wake up in the morning, do you advocate for people to drink water before you have your, your, your meal? What do you, what do you recommend? 
Oh yeah. So I, in the book, I have seven, what I call them seven daily investments. My morning routine, this came up through, this came from, uh, I got two little kids at home. My daughter's three, my son's eight months. Nice. And so my, my hour long morning routine with gratitude, meditation, journaling, all this nice stuff, um, kind of came to an end. Like when my daughter was like a year old and she's like, I'm up too. And I'm like, all right, dang it. <laughs> so I got like five minutes now. So five minutes, what I'm going to do is I'm going to drink 32 ounces of water in the first five minutes. And I'm going to do 60 seconds of explosive exercise. So jumping jacks, explosive push-ups, shadow boxing, jump rope, just 60 seconds to get me up and running, turn, get you from that parasympathetic nervous system, like that rest and digest. They were kind of coming out of for sleep, move right over to sympathetic. So now we're shaking bake, baby. Like we're ready to roll for the day. So you're going to get more energy from that. Those two behaviors than waking up when a lot of dudes is like pour a cup of coffee with one eye shut and drink that, you know? (laughs) So that's something that's my first of the daily investments that I think people People need to be incorporating. And you know what? It's it's free. That's free dollars right there. It's free. But okay, so drinking 32 ounces of water. Why? That's the question. Because at night, we get dehydrated, right? We're breathing out moist air. A lot of people don't realize that when we're in the gym, we're pumping it up. We're on the elliptical, whatever. We're not burning fat. What we're doing is we're like, we're burning through muscle glycogen. We're breaking down muscle tissue and we're, we're sending signals to our body of what we need to do later. So our body primarily burns fat, actually burns it at night. So when your body's going through the autophagy process, when those cells are coming in and pulling out mm-hmm. broken down and like, like, um, partially, you know, like partial cells and replacing them with like fresh, clean, new cells. Yeah. That's when our body is burning off fat. And most of that time that's going we're breathing out, we're exhaling the, the fat out with carbon dioxide. So when you wake up um, and you're going to be dehydrated, getting the water back in your system is one of the best things you can do to continue that fat burn process. Hmm. And also if you're dehydrated, um, even like a 3% decrease in, in hydration can, can drop your strength levels by like 30%. And 3% is a lot. Like you'd be real thirsty at 3% dehydration. But, but like imagine going from 200 pound bench press to 160 Oh, max, yeah, you know, or whatever. Like that's a significant, right? Big, big time, most definitely. But also, drinking so much water also helps to, to helps to flush your system. Am I correct? A lot 100%. of toxins and everything else. So that's another good reason. And I think also it does something to kind of suppress the appetite somewhat, where you're not going to just start eating More volume, food. right? Right. So I think it helps, you know, to drink the water at first in the morning before you do anything else. I mean, that's what I do, and I'm a strong believer in that. Now, what about now, again, we talk about during the holidays, how often would you try to get your fitness regimen in during the holidays? Every day. Every day? Yeah. And, and I've kind of, I, like, I was on that, like work out every day, like train hard, especially like during COVID, I got a gym in my garage. I was just kind of like a thing to do, but I was getting kind of beat up and burnt out a little bit. So I switched back to like being like three times a week, four times a week of training, but everyday movement move every day, all the time, no matter what. So for me, that's like, I put on a little weight vest and just go for a walk, take my kids for a walk, get on the bike. I throw them in this little like trailer behind me. And I just, you know, we go down this little canal near our house. It's awesome. (laughs) But like every day we move, we move like, that's just a non-negotiable, you know, you, every day you're getting out and doing like some sort of like physical movement, like a, like detoxing your body through sweat, through like burning off some of that sugars, the glycogen. Um, but like, yeah, if you, if you have a, uh, if you have a workout routine, it doesn't stop because of the holidays, right? Like keep it going. Like, you probably have even more time right now. And then like, maybe your friends or family are in town, bring them with you. Hey, you you bring them up. You don't let them bring you down. Thank 
you know, like all, like a, a rising tide lifts all ships. So if you're trying to develop a fitness routine and you're starting to get into it and you're like, oh no, Aunt Susan's coming to town again. You know, she's like, right, you know, bring Aunt Susan to the gym with you. Put her on a treadmill, put her on an elliptical, like make sure that it's a family event. You yeah. go like after Thanksgiving, whatever, you'd be like, all right, everybody, we're going on a walk right now. You know, and normally I do that just so I can go smoke weed with Uncle, Uncle Robert. But like, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just take people out and go like, go like get them moving. Right. You've yes. got to be that. You've got to be that paragon. You've got to start it off because when people see you doing something, it's going to be so much easier. Everyone yeah. knows that I'm kind of a nightmare to be around during the holidays because I'm like, all right, everyone up, let's go. It's okay. 6 a.m., you know? So yes, yes. If, like, if that's like, if that's the, what the, if you want to be a fitness minded individual, you want to, you got to bring the people with you, you know, that, that way there's that public accountability as well. Oh, oh, most definitely. Now, what are your feelings about supplementation? Do you recommend any supplements for weight loss, uh, for building muscle? What do you recommend? Yeah, I just think everyone should be on fat, fat burners all the time. I'm just kidding. No, yeah, like, uh, what? <laughs> like, that's that's kind of contrary to everything else you said. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so it, I have a couple supplements that I that I really like. I don't I don't consider protein powder really supplement. It's more of like a, a whole food for me, just because it's the meal. It's just yeah, it's just so easy to get a protein shake in. Like I so I like protein for sure. Whey protein, great. Like no problem. Um, if you're trying to build muscle, I love creatine. Creatine monohydrate is like the most widely studied sports supplement in history. There's it's dirt cheap, although the prices are going up right now for some reason. I think there's a creatine shortage. Yeah. Um, so there's that. And then I always recommend everybody taking a D3, but uh, vitamin D3, because most of us, like especially when we're living in Seattle, they don't even test for that vitamin D deficiency. They're just like, yeah, you're pretty pale. You're going to need some vitamin D. So if you're going to get D3, make sure you get the drops for better absorption rate. And then you make sure they have a K2 element to it. Yes. K2 is a mineral that helps the D keep from leaching any calcium out of your bones or soft tissues. Prevents hardening. Good. Um, everybody gets that. And then zinc and magnesium. Everybody gets zinc and magnesium. Because most of the time I work with men, zinc and magnesium is incredibly helpful for just hormonal support, sleeping better, re recovery, repairing tissues, and then sexual health too. So I, like that's what everybody gets. And then I got a couple others that I like here and there that I'll sprinkle in, but not like, you know, I'm not, I'm not taking a t that many supplements. Yeah, but that's really good advice. And I agree hundred percent with the suggestions that you gave. Now I understand you have a five day sugar detox program. Talk about that for a minute. Yeah, we are actually just wrapping that up as a part of the million dollar body group on Facebook. It's a community that is like just super cool. Everyone in there is awesome. Just really, really down to earth, helpful fitness community. So anyone wants to join that, you can go to n8trainingsystems.com slash group to jump in there and you can get access to the free sugar, day, sugar detox. But I'll just lay it out for you. It's really, really simple. It's, it's helping people get to the point where they can do a full 24 hour fast without feeling like super hungry, worn down and tired. So to start day one, it's really simple. It's exactly what we talked about. Wake up in the morning, 32 ounces of water. One of those glasses, cause I do generally two 16s is I'll put a little bit of apple cider vinegar, a little bit of lemon water, help with the digestion, help with the insulin resistance. Nice. Easy, right? Tastes like feet though. No problem. Tastes like feet. That's right. <laughs> and if it doesn't oh. taste, if it, if it tastes good, it's probably not healthy. So you gotta have something that tastes a little gross. <laughs> Get that buy-in. Yeah, this is a five-day detox. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, and then day two, the water in the morning, and then we do a physical detox every day after after your meals. You go on a five or ten-minute walk, just move around a little bit, help your body digest that food a little bit better. Really? Day three, 
those two things. And then we add in what's called a healing salad. My wife invented this while we were in like Colombia, eating like literally like barbecued chicken hearts from some guy on the side of the street and just drinking light beer. You know, like my body was like, what's going on, bro? Like, can you give it a break? So my wife would, we'd go to like the market, grab avocados, cucumbers, tomatoes, lemons, and red onions. We put them all together, you know, kind of like we can get those pretty much in every place we were in in South America. And then like, I just feel so much better. It turns out there's like, there's a awesome like combination of vitamins and minerals in that, in that mixture. And so it's just a great way of like hyper, hyper nutrientizing your body. Right. Yep. And so then that's day three, day four, we do a fast. So day three at night, we have a, we have a good healthy meal. And then we don't eat again until day four at night. So it's a 24 hours, but it's only one sleep. Wow. Wow. And then day five, you go back to the day two breakfast or the water and the walks and see and see how you feel. Most people lose about five and a half pounds on that. And also they can see what a powerful tool, like a 24 hour fast is in their arsenal yeah. and how it's not that big of a deal. It's really easy to, to knock out. Huh? It's amazing to me. And it's only five days, which is great. I mean, I heard of people talking about 30 day this, 30 day that, but it's only five days, which is, I think, more doable, you know? And probably right after the holidays, too. <laughs> yeah, know? it's nice. It's uh, we, we started running it the day after Halloween, so that was perfect. You did, really? Oh, after the candy. Oh, my goodness, man. Yeah, after the, that, after that, the, the dad tax on all those Reese's. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Look, Nate, tell my listeners more and my viewers about where they can order the book million dollar body method if you join the group the at natetrainingsystems.com slash group i'll just hook it up with a free pdf version of the book or you can also go on amazon you can get the ebook there for like two bucks three bucks and the hard copy for 15 and if you left me a review i would just love you forever so that's yeah yeah best place to, best place to grab it yeah but actually i did read some of the reviews i mean they're all four five like five stars i mean they're great reviews on the book it's amazing you know yeah, thank you. I was, it was like, it was, um, I think my first one, I had more fun writing. It was a little bit more funny. I had a lot more anecdotes and stories and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it was a collection of tips. It wasn't, it wasn't transformative. Million dollar body is less, less funny. Got some, got some information in there and stuff, but at the end, but at the end of the book, you'll have a 28 day system that'll help give you some great tools, give you some great results. And it's really what I call phase one of fat loss. So it's like faster fat loss. You're going to lose more weight. You're going to see some great results and you're going to get some momentum. Wow. Awesome. Is it more geared towards men or men and women? Um, most more geared towards men. That's kind of where my marketing goes. Okay. Um, but anyone who's like, who like, is a person who eat, who has to kill to eat basically. Like if you go out, if you're an entrepreneur, you gotta go get business. If you want to make money this year, that book is for you. Ah, good, 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 good. Excellent. I know a lot of women who have husbands who would like for them to kill and make it happen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm sure they may want to share it with them as well, but how can we find out more about Nate Palmer? Um, check me out on Instagram. That's kind of where I put most like more personal stuff, family stuff. Like that's where I, I, I'm, that's where I'm hanging out having a good time. So find me at N8 training. Um, the Facebook group is going to be a good spot to, to catch up. NateTrainingSystems.com slash group, or you probably find me on MySpace. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't been on there in a while, but maybe. MySpace. What? <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool. Any last words of advice for people who want, who want to build that million dollar body for the holiday? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for asking yeah. my number one thing. And this, this is going to goes exactly back what we talked about at the beginning, Vince, like the reason you're so successful, you got 181 episodes right now is because you didn't quit. 
you kept going. And that's my message to people right now. If you're thinking about this through the holidays, like, like, oh, you screwed up. You ate too many cookies. You ate, you overate, you drank too much. Doesn't matter. Keep going. You cannot lose if you do not quit. And that applies to your business, your relationships, your physical fitness. You cannot lose if you don't quit. Your victory is already guaranteed as long as you keep putting that one foot in front of the other every single day, just doing a little bit. All you got to do, never give up on that, and you can always get a win. Love it. You only lose when you quit. <laughs> you don't want to lose. Wow, I love it. Nate Palmer, on behalf of Body Scope of New York, it's my nonprofit, and Six Weeks of Fitness, I truly want to thank you for coming on my show today. Thanks, Vince. It was a pleasure, man. Thanks for letting me rant. <laughs> you were great. And to my viewers and listeners, I truly hope this program was informative, encouraging, and inspiring that you will continue watching Six Weeks of Fitness. And if you have any questions or comments for the show, leave them below in the comment section. And please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And don't forget, always remember, we don't stop exercising because we grow old. We grow old because we stop exercising.